0: This is Date Night Podcast behind the screens. Thank you so much for your support. We've had over 10,000 downloads at this point, all thanks to you, the listeners. This is part of a longer segment of Player Perspectives. We're all at the table talking about our favorite aspects of playing, but there are some spoilers and references to other bonus play sessions we're not ready to share yet, so we've saved those for later. Listen in, laugh along, and let us know what your favorite parts are on Date Night.
1: So what do you remember, uh, how long, how long ago was, if
0: we're having a talk like this and that needs to be off.
1: Okay. But it's so hot. <laughs> it is. Fans, fans, really? Can you not deal with a fan in the background? If you're a true fan and you're paying for these players' perspectives, That's you would not was. want us to
2: suffer, would you? That's why we call you fans, because you can deal you with fans. You keep us cool. because. You Because you keep us cool. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Even if you were cool before, after saying that, you are no longer cool. So cool.
1: So Ooh, cool.
3: We. I don't want to. I don't want to make a grid, but we might need to make a grid. For you, I'm far you too autistic for this battle
1: maps. But you can just draw <laughs> with like... markers. And they're so squeaky that'll sound really nice.
3: <laughs> All right,
4: I keep begging you to let me build you a table. <laughs> yeah, my yes, friend.
1: He
3: does. My
4: friend um, he has this First D&D off, you group. have too
3: many friends. Second, has which a, friend is this? Uh, you
4: don't know. It's Jody's husband.
3: Was this Zay's
4: dad? So we needed the air conditioner off to talk about
1: Sam's friends.
3: <laughs>
4: Hi. And his D group. His, 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 like, his, DM, his like DM is a is a like super rich bachelor. So he built a table and put a TV screen in it. And, ha- and he, like, controls everything with the TV screen in the middle. And it's super dorky, but it's super awesome.
3: That's so dorky. That's so uncool. Oh, I would never do anything like that.
4: I would do
2: it in a second. Because we're, we're moving into a van. I have a 50-inch TV that I can't take with me. Do you? Yes. Would you want to sell that? Uh, no, I'm going to put it into a table.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry, I beat you to it. Nee, 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 nee. I don't want a larger TV. (sighs) You told me you were broke. You can't buy a 50-inch TV. You said
2: before, like, 4x6, right?
0: Something like that. Around this, I think this is... I think this is 3x6, 4x6. I don't know. I think I took the tape measure downstairs. (laughs) I don't know distances.
2: We are broke. This is about
4: 3x6. Are we good? good
0: I actually have a picture of the measurements...
2: Okay, yeah, just tell me measurements, what size you want. I like building things.
0: But I looked it up online, and some,
3: like, forum was like, an average encounter will be the average level of your party. So I was like, okay, I don't want to make this too hard for them. Guess I'll do that.
0: But That's what this is. That's usually
1: what it is. But it's also, they assume that you're going to do six encounters in between a long rest. So, like, by the time you get to the last one, you're, like, all out of spell slots or, you know.
3: I guess I didn't consider what average encounter meant.
1: But we don't do six hardly ever. No. We do three. Unless
4: we have 600 rocks that we have to fight and kill.
1: And that day we only had one encounter.
4: It was the rocks. Yeah.
0: And then Mom Rock came that night, and luckily Sam had Shatter. Well... Mommy and Rock. Then
1: we had one encounter the next day with the stone shadow, and we were all almost dead. But that thing was like a challenge rating six or five, and we were level three.
0: And varying states of exhaustion.
1: Because I was, first of all, I wasn't expecting you guys to go up the mountain yet.
0: Horrible point, that
1: to do. The,
3: you know what? You never know. <laughs> you never know what you people will do.
1: Yeah. The kind of way I had it was you guys weren't even supposed to go to the second temple to get the stone at that spot yet. You could, but you were really... What I was hinting at back in the town before Dern and Kira left was that they should go check out the blight around the farm where the scarecrow was to see if they could figure out why that was different than the other blight. But they kind of, I think for one didn't like the scarecrow so much. And for two, I didn't, like, tell them, this is where you need to go. Well, I heard. So they could have went there to Auntie Meat Maker, gotten the information about cleansing the second stone, then gone to the second stone, cleansed it while it was still in the lake. But I liked how you guys went there, found a way to get it out of the lake, Somehow, and then you just carried it around in your pack. Yes. And then, like, the shadow of the mountain attacked you because it was uncleansed. So, like, you probably never would have had that encounter if you didn't do it the way you did it. So I was kind of glad it went that way because that's one of my favorite encounters that we've had. That was cool. With the whole shadow turn dying and coming back as a light shadow and all that stuff. What have been some of your guys' favorite things from anything between the episodes that have come out, or the ones, I guess, that haven't yet?
3: So anything we've done.
4: Yeah, anything. You go first.
0: Oh, I don't know. I have a terrible memory. So do I, but then I remember strange things, like Sam singing the vine, the (laughs) trichid. Come and get me.
1: Plenty... (laughs)
0: Um, and singing it a lullaby, and it not working. I peaked in my fr- in the first episode.
3: <laughs> yes,
0: that is what we're saying.
1: <laughs> that was technically episode two, so you're alright. Um. Yeah.
4: Your first episode. Yeah, my first.
3: I mean, I like any time that we really get to like see the characters' personalities. Like, I'm a writer at heart, so. The more, like, kind of personal part of it is the more fun for me than the, like, battles. Which I'm sure is not what you want to hear. But uh, when um, something I wasn't involved in, but when Dern and Nomi got into a, an altercation in that temple, that's probably one of my favorite things that we've done.
1: Yeah. I, I really like yeah, that, that was, too. That was
3: cool.
2: still, still still one of my favorite quotes is, I don't want to hit you with the hammer, I have to hit
4: you.
3: Yeah, well, it helps when you have a catchphrase.
4: Yeah, (laughs) but Nomi was just trying to help. He thought pyrotechnics was a much better spell than it actually was. I totally get it. Any chaos that Nomi ever does, he thinks, like, coming from... You know, I did acting, so you gotta think of the fact whatever your character's thinking. And Nomi really cares about you guys, like, so much. <laughs> and he wants to do so much good. And he, anything he does, he tries to do it for you guys, but he just... He messes up.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think Arn has kind of, especially in the more recent episodes, warmed up to GW. Because... I don't know. They're they're getting a little bit clicky now because they both like making fun of other people and goofing off. And they're both pretty obnoxious. So, even though I think your character still gets on her nerves, like... It's more in a kind of a fun, playful way now. And less in a, I would literally sell you into <laughs> slavery for a single corn Jeez. chip. <laughs> single
2: corn chip. <laughs> it all comes back to corn somehow. <laughs> it's
1: all related to corn.
4: I have a question for you, Uncle. Mm-hmm. What would you have done if we had formed a ragtag group of people a uh, ragtag group of adventurers and put on a show. Would you have allowed us to do that? Um,
3: to save the Rex Very center.
1: possibly that, that could have <laughs> happened, especially, uh, I guess, if you had sort of done some good charisma rolls in there. Um, I don't know how that would have went, but I'm sure it would have worked. That's kind of my philosophy is sometimes I have some plans of where things are going, and, and more and more, I think I have plans of where things are going, because it doesn't seem like the, the open-ended style's working as well in this particular arrangement that we have going, but I don't know, some of the things that just happen are some of the better things than the things that I plan. like, go, just going back to you talking about, uh, Eva talking about... Nomi and Dern fighting it out on the patio of the temple for half an episode. I mean, that's some of the... And then having kind of a three-way battle with the uh, gargoyle. I mean, none of that was expected, but it's one of my favorite things that we've done. So, uh, I mean, I think that was just great. So that's what's fun about, you know, in playing a tabletop RPG instead of just writing a collaborative story where you say, look, this is what's going to happen and we all have to make it to that goal. In this case, we don't necessarily know what's going to happen and I can't plan everything that's going to happen because you guys are telling the story too. So it's like all of our story, um, and that's what makes it fun. And not knowing how the story's going to turn out. When I, I know, like, I tried to write... Uh, Plenty of novels and I love like putting together the world and the characters um, and then putting them all in there and sort of seeing what happens. But I don't like tying things up at the end. So my favorite thing about kind of GMing is that I get to make the world and throw situations and characters at you guys and you figure out how it's going to end. You know I get to watch, and you know so if you I like think you've
3: figured anything out, <laughs> you are sadly mistaken
1: yeah um, there's a lot going on, and I think you know you guys are going to get a few answers and some of the things that are coming up soon, hopefully, so that might help a little bit how How do you guys feel about like we tried those couple of episodes where I kind of didn't have a path for you guys to take. <clears throat> And we had some episodes where it's pretty linear, like we just recorded a really linear couple of episodes. I mean, what do you guys like about the open-ended stuff or the linear stuff? How do you feel about them? I liked, um, I think, first of all, as far as story progression goes, I think the linear uh,
2: flows better with all of us. Because, I mean, you've got a bunch of different personalities and... um,
3: Yeah, all of our characters are so different that, like, we've kind of been thrown into this whole teamwork thing. And even though we've kind of formed a team, like, I don't know that we're all still there by choice. So, you kind of have to keep pushing us to keep working together and give us a direction. Because if it's up to us, like, we're all so different. Like, we're all going to pick something different or, like... But we all, like, as players know, we can't just split the party up forever, so we don't, and it's difficult to, you know.
2: But one thing I did think was really fun about the, um, when we had the open-ended ones, you know, we were laughing and talking about the whole tax office episode, but, um, like, we were so... I guess clueless on what we wanted to do. That we were all like, "Okay, do you know where this person is? No, let's go to the next place. Do you know where this person is? No, okay, let's go to the next." It was. It was. We were tired and frustrated. I but,
0: was so frustrated, but we were. It was also
2: still, you know, uh, silly, you know, reacting off of each other, kind of, kind of fun and l- laughing, and once again, laughing too much and getting a, a
4: tiny headache from it. No, I got the tiny headache yeah. from literally the worst character voice I've
3: ever heard ever. <laughs>
4: Oh, um... Don't... Do you
1: mean Kira's character voice? <laughs> <laughs> there it is, folks,
3: right there. Wait, what was it? I don't
1: remember.
0: I don't, remember Winnie the Pooh? I, don't, yeah. I don't know who you're was talking it about. Was the Pooh? I don't know was, who you're talking about. Was it the one?
4: that was, like, breathing and then breathing I No, because I, I specifically no, heard I you know saying who, I that know. you were driving back from work, <laughs> your hour-long drive, just talking to yourself, figuring out this character voice, and you went... This is the best thing I could have come up with. This is, this is it. Um, can you break us off a piece of that? Piece of that. Are you
1: talking about Billy Yum Yum 2x2? I,
4: I, didn't <laughs> I his no name. the name. I think
1: that's the
0: one.
4: The depressed bar. Yes.
0: Yes. yes.
4: With one arm? That's yeah. the one. His name was Billy Yum Yum 2x2? Two
3: two. Yes. <laughs> We're going to get back on track, but first, can you please...
1: I don't, uh man, it's been months.
0: That that was almost there. Yeah. (laughs) 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 There's
2: there's, uh, so many bad guys that I really went (laughs) around. I had my arm in the the shackles and I took it off. Styrofoam, that voice, (laughs) and nails on a chalkboard. Would you like Billy to help me up two by two to sing you a song? Would you like to swing on a star?
4: Every dude beats (laughs) home (laughs) in a jar. Alright, next question. And we're moving on. I'm sorry we opened
3: this door.
4: Cool.
3: Speaking Wait, what of was doors, the question? or would
1: you rather be a pig? <laughs>
3: what was the question? Speaking of doors, yes. Victor. Victor is my favorite character in this oh, entire thing. So
2: good. It's it's a, it's a ways further, but I liked it. Uh, um, it's a ways further back, I should say. I liked it when Victor and Kalman were talking to yes. each other. And it was just like, we were completely superfluous to the story at that point. It's just, here, you go on.
4: That was one of the, that was the most impressed I've been of your skills as a GM, when you pulled out a came we like,
3: So I guess Victor and Kalman are talking,
0: right? And then you pull out, like, yeah, and then I'm sitting super. over here trying to contain myself because I know what's coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that episode of Victor and Kalman is actually the one where they have the conversation. That's what's coming out next. That's, uh... The Bell, Enough Bells to Last a Lifetime.
0: Oh, yeah. Did I preview that one or something?
1: Because I remember that in recent memory. I
0: it's think possible, she just posted that okay. she had the title for it.
1: We were talking about the open-ended, closed-ended thing, but mm-hmm. I think we kind of explored that, I guess. The open-ended thing is what we always did. Mm-hmm. For one, I didn't have to prepare stuff. We just improvised it. And then when you finally found the NPC that I was interested enough in playing... He had the information that you wanted. Basically.
3: I mean, I think that the open ended storytelling gave us more of an opportunity to have those kind of spontaneous character moments yeah. that I really enjoy. But, like, plot wise, like Mike said, like, we just we get a lot more plot and a lot more kind of a fulfilling, like, yes, this is a story. Yeah. When it's a little more linear.
1: I think you need some downtime. Because I think think you got some of the, like, your characters need some downtime because you got some of that character development in places where we weren't working on the quest. But it was so frustrating because you kind of didn't want to look at anything else in the town. You just wanted, have you seen this? Have you seen Kip? Have you seen, right? So there was other stuff, like, to do, like, you know, to get the costumes and stuff. You guys missed that for, I think you were in exams or something. So that was like a place to explore your character and pick out what kind of disguise would your character wear or, you know, that sort of a thing. For those interested, Arne would
3: go all the way fancy. The most (laughs) fancy.
1: Kiribati would have some blue Blue kimono. Thank you.
0: Thank you, guys.
1: for For that part that kind of didn't happen.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Behind the Screens, Players Perspectives. We hope you enjoyed it. And thanks for your support.